0: Hey everyone, it's Vanessa Kontav here. I'm your hostess next door. And this is
1: Kiki Monique. You may know me as the talk of shame. And we're here with Moms versus Aunts, your weekly, I guess, happy hour. It's sort of yeah, like our happy, happy hour moment where we mm-hmm. talk about, you know, solo parenting, wellness, all the gossip that's happening, pretty much all the things through the lens all of, the of things. all of the things through the lens of, you know, Vanessa the mom and me. The fabulous, fun on
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, totally, totally, totally. And like shout outs is our second episode. We got so much love last week. It felt so good. So I feel like the pressure is on. Um, but yeah, thank you for everybody who subscribed and rated and reviewed and everybody just keep doing that. Five stars. Um, <laughs> okay. So today, what are we going to be talking about?
1: I think we wanted to talk about Hot Girl Summer because, you know, I know you and I have been talking a lot about how we're getting ready for Hot Girl Summer. And I had sent you, you know, um, or maybe you saw it already, but you know, Will Smith had posted his, you know, quarantine oh, lockdown yeah. bot on <laughs> Instagram. And, you know, everyone expects all these celebs to be in total shape right now because they're rich, they have trainers, well, they're they always have in chefs. Shape. Yeah, they're always in shape. So we just expected them to be like lockdown bod, not looking like us. Like, why would they be stress eating and all of these things? But he posted his, you know, lockdown bod and he was like, this is where I'm at. And just so you all know, like, I got to get my, you know, get my stuff together too.
0: (laughs) I have comments on that post. I have multiple. I I don't even want to get all up into it because there was like, subsequent things that happened after he posted that, that are, that bring me so much joy. So, um, but first we are going to have our hustle of the week this week. I have some fun hustles that uh, involve you literally just sitting at your computer. Um, and we're also going to be having our cool down at the end, which, um, you know, Kiki always brings. So uh, in the meantime, we need to talk about what the drink of the day is.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah. Last week, I I very much enjoyed the French 75, but I figured because we were doing Hot Girls Summer today that I would do a skinny margarita, as they're called, Um Mm-hmm. Yeah, you familiar? That,
1: very familiar. You know, <laughs> I I do love margaritas. I tend to just now drink just the tequila because a lot of times when people make margaritas, that, that sour mix, it just gives you like heartburn. Mm-hmm. I can't. And so like mm-hmm. when skinny margaritas came around and it was just all mm-hmm. fresh, I was like, okay, I can get back into it.
0: Mm-hmm. True story. And I also felt... um only not because of you, just my own insecurities that I was um, going to be shamed for not being able to drink tequila. So I wanted to come with a tequila-based cocktail <laughs> um, right out right out the gate. Um, so we are going to have two ounces of tequila. I know you're not doing this; you're just drinking the same Casamigos over ice. But just pretend: um, two ounces of tequila and two ounces of freshly squeezed. Lime juice. So this is really the star of the whole drink. Like, don't buy that stupid. Do they still sell that stupid little lime that was like plastic? Okay, that's what was I was going like to ask. The lime, and then <laughs> so, like, there was a lemon one too. That was that's what I was like going to ask. Lemon.
1: Those, those are not freshly squeezed. When 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 it's the plastic bottle that looks like a lime, <laughs> that is not considered freshly squeezed, correct? But do they
0: still sell those?
1: Of course or that, they do.
0: I don't feel like I've seen them around, or maybe I just my My eyes auto edited out when I'm like at the grocery store.
1: <laughs> I just don't think they're sold in the produce. like I think they actually tried to <laughs> use to sell them next to the limes. That's where I used to remember seeing them now they probably put them like in the the aisles where they belong I just with don't the think other. that
0: they're manufacturing those plastic things anymore I yeah. don't know well, anyways, not those guys we're gonna you're gonna go and you're gonna buy limes and you're gonna squeeze limes and maybe get one of those squeezy things. I love those. you can invest in those. Um, All right. So if you're so inclined, you can add a splash of simple syrup, which we talked about last week. You guys made it and you can have it on deck because it'll be in other future drinks, but it's equal parts sugar and water, dissolve it and then cool it down. Okay. So you can do a splash of simple syrup. And if you want to make it a Cadillac margarita, you can also add about like a half an ounce of either like Grand Marnier or Quantra, or if you ain't bougie like us, you could use triple sec. And you're going to shake that over ice and strain it if you want it up, or you can just serve the whole thing on the rocks.
1: All right. Okay. So... And Vanessa, you are going to have these recipes on your Instagram because I, 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 like, I know you tell me the simple syrup recipe every time, <laughs> but I just feel like and I know it should be simple, but like it's right it's there not. in the name.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, yeah.
1: Yes, I will. I will post these
0: on my Instagram. so so, nice all right so that's our cocktail skinny girl or not skinny girl just skinny margarita um and you can make it a skinny cadillac margarita if you'd like um and then of course if you want to put some coarse salt around the rim um the easiest way to do that is to like just put a little bit of agave on the rim but wait what makes it cadillac the orange liqueur the
1: orange liqueur is what uh-huh. makes it the cadillac the cadillac dresses. version got uh-huh. it okay. Uh-huh. okay um
0: but yeah it's it's skinny because you're not using a ton of sugar um that's all and i which think is te- what
1: always gives you the hangover
0: yeah and i think tequila and vodka are also like have like the lowest calories or something like that that's that's why they say yeah that. i
1: mean it's why i switched when i you know anytime i go on Whatever diet of the week I'm going on, I, you know, I know that I'm like, I probably should give up alcohol (laughs) altogether, but I'm like, no, I'm already giving up I was literally
0: just thinking that. I was like, we're like, how can we still drink, but make it skinny? (laughs) Meanwhile, like I have friends who they're getting ready for hot girl summer by like literally, like have not had a drink since January 1st. And I'm like, well, that's just silly. Let's just... Let's just you know be smarter about it, but cutting it out altogether. Eh.
1: I get very yeah. I don't know. I get. I, I just like my tequila. So like uh, you know, I was watching like the the new season of um, Real Housewives of New York. You know, was came out, and then uh, also The Hills premiered, which you know I can't the hills, stop watching. That's from these. like a hundred years ago. Well, they're back. It's new beginnings, and you know, all of our faves are How back. How old are those people? You know, they're our age. <laughs> but, you know, they have new characters now. They've added in some new characters. But yeah, they're, they're definitely like, they, they should probably listen to the show because a lot. They, we have some solo parents. <laughs> we have some people that are going on dates you know, trying to like, you know, Audrina is, you know, going on dates with Rod Stewart's son. It's it's a whole thing. Um, but it was interesting because, you know, between those two shows, a lot of the main cast members who used to be like real partiers, have given up drinking.
0: Oh God.
1: And I you know, and in my head I'm just like, okay, so, <laughs> so what are we what are we gonna do? I mean, I don't know. At least in the in the California, in the California show, I know that most of them are probably still Cali sober as we like to refer to it. <laughs> like they may not be drinking, but they're just Cali sober. Yeah, they're Cali
0: sober. <laughs> yeah, they're good. You have to have some kind of advice. Come on, come uh. on. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, well, my drink is delicious, so Um, Okay. Back to Will Smith. All right. You have your drink. I have my drink. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. So after he posted that video, two things, apparently a bunch of people were sending him DMs of like crazy workouts. And then he did like a montage of those. They were insane. Did you see the guy who was like doing those weird push-ups and clapping and stuff? (laughs) It It was just like, like there was one where a guy was like, I don't know what kind of exercise he was doing, but he was holding a whole nother person while doing it. Yeah. Do you remember that? that I remember I remember
1: seeing like, yeah, the, you know, he had different slides of people like, this, this is workout you can do. And they were all totally, totally insane. Not, no, nobody could do these except like American Gladiators.
0: And then the second part was he had all these other celebrities who were like joining him on this journey, like, who've also decided to do like this 12 week workout challenge with him and they posted pictures and then he posted their photos. But a couple of them, I think there was like Marlon Wayans or one of the Wayans guys. I was like, you just want people to see what you look like. Cause if this is you bad, like we, none we have, nobody has a chance. Like he was like, his looked perfectly fine. Like muscle definition, nothing. I'm like, Okay, sure. You're doing the 12 week challenge, fine, but no. The Wayans I'm not doing family the is
1: a very attractive family, so yeah, I can't imagine that they like, like the, let whole, them whole, some,
0: family. the they whole family. The whole family. All those kids and everybody's attractive.
1: Well, that's why I think people end up having so many kids because when you keep having them, when you have that kid, and then they're just like so cute, and then you're like you keep <laughs> pumping them out because you're like, wow, I just I make really good looking people. <laughs>
0: um. All right, well, what are you doing to get ready for Hot Girls Summer?
1: So, yeah, I mean, I was, I definitely, so when I started lockdown, you know, I was so intent on, like, I want to be as healthy as possible because, you know, this is if I, if I get sick, like, you know, and so the very beginning of lockdown, I was waking up every morning. I was, I wasn't even drinking. I didn't drink. Like like I just talked about, I didn't drink. I gave up drinking. Um, I gave up all vices. I was doing a, like a stretching sort of yoga routine in the morning and then doing like, you know, squats. I was doing very like specific exercises every day. I have never been this disciplined ever. And then... (laughs) Once I realized like I had made it past, like I was in a bubble and I was like, we're not getting sick. I just, it all went away (laughs) and I just was like stress eating or just regular eating. Maybe not even stress, just eating and not doing those things. So now I'm like on the other end of it and like trying to get back on dating apps and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I need some clothes. First of all, I need some like (laughs) clothes. Not sweatpants. So yeah, I'm finding, I found this really awesome, um, you know, plus size vintage store. That's really cool. And so I am working with them to get some like outfits. Oh yeah, yeah, I I saw
0: that. That was so cute. You were, you did like an IG live for them, like where you got to model the clothes.
1: Yeah. Um, don't mind my cat, by the way. I think my cat is trying to have a hot girl summer as well in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah. And yeah, now I just need to start the routine. Like I I had uh, gotten, I was going to do like a whole like chemical peel facial situation before the second lockdown. Mm-hmm. And so I have a credit on hold for that. So I'm like, <laughs> I need to go back and get, you know, my face all peeled off, which is a little hard because, you know, you got to like be out of the sun for two weeks. Um, And yeah, I, I, you know, got to get, find a new waxer. Now that I, you know, I had my same waxer in New York for, you know, 15 years um and even people are like why are you still waxing just laser i'm like because i like waxing okay (laughs) just leave let me live my life it's easy and i like it but finding a new waxer is hard yeah um yeah yeah. you know just all the things that you got to do like the upkeep to get the lashes back all the things that like i just had gotten used to not having to do yeah
0: not it's so crazy. I, I was trying to figure out if I it, can I still walk in heels. Like I don't know. I've been wearing Birkenstocks for a year and a half. I don't know. Like you know, I have all <laughs> these high heel shoes, and I love love me a, a good shoe. I I probably spend too much money on shoes, and uh, and like, am I even going to wear them anymore? Like,
1: I mean, I, I gave up heels so long ago. I don't know that life. I know you love your heels, so you know I. <laughs> I guess you're you're you love your heels, so you'll eventually get back into them. You might start as like a slow burn, like maybe just a chunkier <laughs> heel that feels more like Ew, don't of a say chunky, chunky no, heels. Chunky, chunky heels are in, like a thick, like a plat, like a thicker one. I do They're have in. one pair of uh,
0: shoes that um, that I feel like are the good intro that have like a like a wider, shorter.
1: Yeah. Start there. Training um, wheels.
0: Well, I did, um, like I got like a Peloton and then used it for like precisely one week. And then (laughs) like, I (laughs) hadn't been on it. Like my mom comes to visit and she's like, do you use that thing? And I'm like, yeah. Like when you're not here, (laughs) even though she visits all the time, (laughs) she's never seen me use it. Um, Cause I don't know what happened. And I put it right next to my bed because I thought if it's right next to my bed, there's just no, I mean, you can't walk by it every day and not like get on it. I had all these ideas of like, if I put it right there, that was, that was all I had to do. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, Peloton was killing it during lockdown. I, you're, you're like probably the the 14th person who told me they got a Peloton (laughs) during lockdown. (laughs)
0: there is no reason why I don't use it. It's a fabulous machine, has all these great classes. There's all these different like instructors. There's like a part of it where you can have like a sense of community, uh, other people you know. That's the shitty part though, is when I first got on and I acted like I was like really gonna be into it. And so like, I definitely like accepted all these friends like friendship on it. And that means that they can all see (laughs)
1: They can see what you're not doing? They can
0: all see I haven't been on it. Oh,
1: the accountability. <laughs> and I can
0: see, like, that they're always on it because it's, like, on the app. And, like, I mean, these are people who don't, like, miss a day. Like, Shani, um, she's got, like, like Peloton uh, apparel. And I was like, you really like Peloton. She goes, oh, no, like, they sent me this for, like, my hundredth ride. And then they send you this for your, like, 500th ride. And I was like, uh-oh, okay. I didn't realize see, that, like you I get mean, like swag and stuff when you do it but like i i think i have like six rides girl so i don't
1: <laughs> i love that, that the they're shit. doing that and like i used to you know cuz i listen to stern and so i know he is like a peloton who loves his peloton and so certain you know you could follow certain people that would be the part of peloton the social media aspect of like who can i friend with um <laughs> on peloton world that would be intriguing to me i mean for sure but i love i love the accountability aspect of it because i sort of did the same thing i mean again part of my hot girl summer was you know i, I needed to get my eating right you know i was like i need i've been eating out of control i want to get my eating right so I made a huge announcement to like everyone on my social media who follows Mm -hmm. me that, you know, that's what I was doing. And it's been helpful. I basically, you know, I was like, I do, I try to do vegan slash vegetarian from like Monday through Thursday. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not total vegan. It's like if there's a vegan meal, I'll eat it. But I'm mostly vegetarian. So I try Mm -hmm. to just go meat free from Monday Mm -hmm. through Thursday Fridays, I do my bagel day. I allow myself a bagel on Fridays, a a nice lock bagel bagel on Friday. And then Saturdays and Sundays, I can do what I want, but I'm keeping it intermittent and not because, you know, the whole intermittent, just because I need a window of time to eat, like an eight hour window. And Mm -hmm. I don't go beyond that. I don't because I'm a late night. I'm one of those people. I could not eat till 6 p.m. I really could Mm. but I could eat until two in the morning and so like I need a window that is a specific window and then after that it's just you know you get your tea you get your what like there was a song on TikTok that was like when you want some ice cream drink some tea when you like want some sweets drink some tea so yeah I'm all about the tea life it does because I got these um David's tea sent me these amazing, if, I don't know if you've ever had David's tea, by the way. Like I, I'm not a huge, I wasn't a huge tea drinker, but David's tea is like, you put them in bags and it's like fresh, these herbs that are, like, it's ah. whole, whole, like, I don't know what you would call them. Herbs and spices and tea leaves, but they're like in ho- holes, like in bags. <laughs> and then you scoop them out and put them into a bag. And it is so fragrant and fresh. And oh, like, this yes. is like tea like Fancy. I've never had, but like, all sorts
0: they, call, of
1: they call that a, a, a sachet. Yeah, a sachet. A sachet. It's, got like it's very full fancy. on flat. It's like got full on flowers, like uh-huh, plants yeah. in there.
0: Oh yeah, yeah and so nice
1: tea. our friend Gracia, you know, our friend Gracia, she suggested because I don't necessarily want to drink hot tea all the time. It's hot, um, and she was like, "Just put it in water, and it's the same." So literally, I take a pitcher in my in my you know, and I put these tea bags in there and I fill it up with water and that's my flavored water that I th- drink throughout the day and these teas are so like I have a peach one I have a Caribbean crush one they're delicious mm. it's like mm. you know so it does it does satiate the the sweet side they have an espresso tea ah. that is, yeah for morning it is really good
0: there, uh, what was the one there was one like from back in the day that was always the one for coffee lovers would like I can't remember if it was like a I forget what kind of tea it was, but um but it had like a good amount of caffeine, yeah, so it kind of felt like you were having you know like a coffee
1: exactly, um, yeah, so I mean, the accountability, like I said, like it's good, but apparently it's not working for you because those those <laughs> people haven't seen you on the on
0: <laughs> <laughs> they haven't seen me they haven't seen me. They haven't seen me. It's so embarrassing. Um, And yeah. And, and our friend Shawnee, she like, she kind of was, I think she was trying to make herself like my accountability partner, but I didn't really, I just was like, whatever <laughs>
1: so you probably need an accountability partner that isn't like a really good friend because you know good friends might let you slide because you know she's you, so you nice tell,
0: about it yeah
1: they're like they know they're like you got the kids I know you're busy girl you're busy, you busy. You busy you busy girl um
0: but I did do something crazy uh to prepare for hot girl summer and like literally nobody knows this you know this but like nobody knows this um but I, after I had these kids, so let me go back. So I have two children, and I breastfed both of my children. And, and the second time I was nursing Sebastian, only one side was making milk. And no, it's so weird. But like, and I thought it was really weird, but I was like, okay, it was like making enough. So I just like kind of went with that. But then, you know, after you finish, like, you're kind of waiting for your boobs to go back to air quotes, like, air quotes, normal. And, like, they never really did. It was that one that was, like, you know, the overachiever one, like, stayed bigger. Mm, (laughs) Interesting. Like, they went went back, but they were still, like, I would say, like, uh, like a half-size difference.
1: Okay, interesting. But I have,
0: like, little... Tatas. So yeah, a half size difference. is like, And I was just like, uh. and then I also started thinking about like just the, when I finally like get to make out with somebody and then like gravity, I just, it was a lot. So over the quarantine, I had a little mommy Tata makeover.
1: Boobies, some new boobies. Some new boobies.
0: Um, but, you know, not big, but uh I'm into it. And I never in a thousand trillion years would think that I would ever do anything like that.
1: I mean, look, first of all, when I find out how many people have just had boob jobs in general, I'm always surprised. Like people we've known, right? Like I'm like, oh, you di- you have the boob job? I just... Thought you had really nice boobs. That's amazing. I mean, some people, well, you, they I, walk in and called, you can tell.
0: I called our, our, our mutual friend that you know, who has like the best boobs ever. And yeah. I was like, I want those. Where'd you get those? How can I get those? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I got these so long ago that my surgeon is like, literally like I think he's probably in his like mid to late 70s now so she's like (laughs) she's like I wouldn't recommend it and I was like uh so I was like on my own and um but you know it was definitely reaching out to like my network of women because you like you said like you everybody knows somebody um you know so I ended up reaching out to a friend and um and I was really happy with like my whole experience, so we'll
1: and see. you're still healing, but like I when do you get to healing. show? When do you get to show them off?
0: Um, I mean, I guess you'll have to
1: <laughs> like,
0: you know, follow my Instagram. <laughs> we'll see. I, you know,
1: when does the but first bikini get thrown on? I don't know. For hot I've, girl summer.
0: I, t- to me, it's a hot girl summer every time I, you know, get out of the shower. I go oh. Look at you guys. Just so different. I'm still getting used to them. And there's all this shit that I didn't know. First of all, girl, it's so many things. It's like I was, I ended up, once I realized I was going to do this, I ended up on this website that was ironically titled realself.com okay Realself.com. it is an everything you could know about every kind of cosmetic or plastic surgery procedure i mean like there and you can like isolate by body type so i'm i'm there to look up you know boobs i'm like what's the titty jobs but then i would get like super distracted because i'd be like what are what what are people doing to their i don't know you know, clavicle or something. just like whatever. I'm like, yeah. you just zone in on like, there's there's a million zillion things that people can do and are doing. And these are all like user uploaded, like photos and stuff on this Well, site. what are you doing
1: to a clavicle?
0: Not really a clavicle, but like people just have all kinds of procedures and they're not all like surgical. There's a lot of non-surgical stuff on there. Um, but you know, I don't know anything about like the way they put these threads in your face. and like Oh, I've heard that's scary.
1: But I am most interested in like the non-surgical stuff because I think I'm still, you know, I've only had to do like one surgery and it was like not because I wanted to. And it was so terrifying. So like elective surgery, I'm still scared of. So I'm like, okay, I do want to have work done. Like, what can, you know, the, the Kardashians seem to be like, Always doing some <laughs> non-surgical stuff, supposedly. Yeah, but they
0: look. I don't know. Mm, that's not a good standard, and I don't. I could talk all day about how they changed the standard of beauty, and all these young girls are like. I'm no, I don't say, think that, that, not, that. That's another yeah, day. That's another topic.
1: But I mean, <laughs> another day. But but they are always doing stuff. Yeah. When it says non-surgical, you assume it's like less invasive, but I'm sure it's like, especially like that threading thing we talked about. Like, it may be like non-surgical, but it sounds like it's like still a bit invasive
0: it is i mean yeah there's a, there's a bunch of stuff and like right now everybody's doing these weird not everybody um you know celebrities are doing these surgeries to make like their eyes like more like elongated it's really like, like a cat like, eye like your natural eyes like a little bit more like all Mindy and elongated very like uh like kendall jenner you can see it like in her uh Anyways, I, like I was on lot, this website. So you were on the site
1: for, that showed for all these way things.
0: too long, okay? Um, as I was like preparing for this. And um, and then yeah, so there's all these things. But the one thing that I did t- didn't know until afterwards was so you get your boobs done, and then it can take anywhere from six months to one year for your boobs to drop, drop, right? What is so, that? So like So like, they have to like, like for them to like settle into like positions. So when they first go in, they're kind of like, they're like higher. I mean, they look like you're wearing like this ultimate, like balconette bra, like they're all pushed up to your fucking chin. And, but eventually they just kind of settle down a little. And that's when you get like a more like natural look, but that can take like six months to a year. So I'm just going to sit here and wait for, for the boob drop. Okay. Well, you know, I like
1: phases. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so So maybe. that's a
1: big I mean, yeah, that's a big hot girl summer. I mean, that's a total redo. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Mine yeah. won't be
1: as like I don't I feel like I I might have some new shorts. That's <laughs>
0: it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not like addicted to this kind of lifestyle. I don't I'm not gonna be getting things done all the time. But that for me, that felt like My I felt like my body wasn't mine for literally like six years. I felt like my children owned my whole body, like just pregnancy and all of that stuff. And it like somehow, some way this felt like me sort of reclaiming like that part of me that was like before I had kids. And so it didn't feel like as much like a vanity thing as much as it just really felt like I get to like be it's me again, like Mm me, my body and so it was more tied up with like just self-esteem and confidence. And at the end of the day, I think that makes for like a really hot girl summer is like when you're feeling yourself (laughs) because when you feel good, you look good, you project that good energy. So that's how I got ready for hot girl summer, but my Peloton is still there. And apparently eight weeks after surgery, I can ride it. So we'll see.
1: So yeah, we can jump on that thing. (laughs) We'll see. And and Um, get to it. Um, Yeah, no, um, I think it's it's totally about the confidence because my the meme that like is my life is just like, um, hot girl summer or you know it's something like hot girl summer is gonna get the body I give it or summer's gonna get the but you know it's mm-hmm. not like a summer body summer body is it's gonna get the body I give it and uh, as long as I <laughs> feel good that's all that matters that's and, all that matters girl that, yeah I mean I think like doing the little things because again. I'm not doing the diet thing necessarily to just lose weight. I want to just feel good because like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I've been treating my body pretty poorly, you know, like less active and that sort of thing. So I just want to feel good again. And weight loss will accompany that because, you know, it just does when you do things, but, Mostly, I just want to, like, look good and feel good. And I already feel better. Again, like, I, I was one of those <laughs> I thought you were going to be- say, I thought you were going to say, and I already look good and feel <laughs> good, so. Well, that too. <laughs> that too. But yeah, I'm like, I didn't, you know, I'm one of those people, you know, I, you grew up, like, the same idea, like, where you, you assume meat is supposed to be part of every meal. Like, I just, I was like, I never thought, like, why mm-hmm. would I just eat, like, not meat at the meal? It doesn't mean, <laughs> it's not a, it has to be complete with a meat. And it's always, like, the star, It's the star. Um, And then our doctor friend, our mutual tier doctor friend, you know, he's like, yeah, I mean, like, I would say like one to two times a week is how much I, you know, eat meat. I'm like, okay, let me, yeah, let me change that up a bit. Um, And the meat I choose at that time is going to be great meat. Like I, Mm -hmm. you know, mostly I, look, I'm obsessed with seafood. So I'm always going to probably pick a fish or shell. shellfish is my favorite, which I know is like, you know, but any fish, any seafood, I will try to make that my protein Um, And I haven't, I've never been a huge chicken fan anyway. So I'm like, I don't really worry so much about that. I do crave red meat every once in a while, especially when summer comes. Um, Mm -hmm. I do love pork. I will say that is like. Same, same. So I'm with you
0: on all of those things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So anyways, so we asked you guys in our clubhouse, which by the way, if you're not following us on clubhouse, go do that. We do a weekly, just another continuation of Happy Hour every Wednesday. Uh, But we asked a bunch of you what you were doing to get ready for Hot Girl Summer. And here's what you said.
2: Hey there, my name is Georgia and I live in Atlanta. And um, I'm responding. I love your podcast, by the way. It's awesome. You and Kiki blow it out of the water. Um, How am I preparing for Hot Girl Summer? I am on what day 14 of a 60 day parasite cleanse which means i take approximately 6 pills in the morning 30 minutes later i take a scoop of um what they are calling um uh it's like an internal colon blow situation and then I finish up with a liver detox tea in the evening. And um I can say that um it is helping. It's helping move things through my body um quicker and I have less bloating and um yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get down with my get down. Um love your podcast. Bye. Hey, this is Shawnee from Brooklyn, and I've been preparing all year for my hot girl summer. I've been working out hard. I got me a new bike, and I'm just trying to, you know, wear crop tops and have a great time drinking a gallon of water a day. Oh, so I'm ready. Definitely ready to have a hot girl summer. This is Grace from Los Angeles. I love your podcast so much. I think it is hilarious. So how am I getting a Hot Girl Summer ready? I am reading a ton of books and just kidding. I just stopped eating. That's all.
1: So all this hot girl summer, it, it costs a pretty penny. We need to make some money. Vanessa, you always have a good hustle, a good way for us to make some money <laughs> on the side. What, what is our hustle of the week?
0: So this
1: week, um, I
0: decided that I wanted to give you guys a couple things that you can do that are literally just sitting at your computer for a couple hours a day. So the first one is like pretty, pretty straightforward. If you ever go on a website and you see that little box that pops up, that's like, do you wanna chat with somebody? Oh yeah. That there's all of these companies hiring chat agents. Uh-oh. And so, yeah, so you can just kind of, you could work for a company where you, you get like a small training and you have like information and tools right there for you. But you just chat with people, like you open up the window and someone comes in and has questions, and you know while you're while you're logged in and responding to chats, you can make about eighteen dollars an hour. Oh, and 18 to me, an hour. It feels That's like dollars—that's higher something, than minimum wage. Yeah, like I kind of feel like, depending on what company you're working for and the kinds of chats you have to field, like it just seems like you could almost be doing that and like. this is not how I want to promote this but you could be doing that and listening to like your favorite playlist because I'm talking about chatting like typing you're not yes yes the chat like when you're
1: when it's like yeah do you need help with this site and it's like yeah jump in there you
0: could be like listening to music and like be drinking a glass of wine if you're good at that, and like you know, responding to people.
1: You could probably uh, also be doing your full time job. I mean, not that, right. that's it, but I, I'm saying you could be doing multiple jobs. Doing that. You know what the most interesting thing though? I, I I heard this on a like a show one time about those chat agents. So you know when it pops up. Sometimes, like, you know, it might be I want to return something um, Mm -hmm. to, like, whatever. And Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to think of a reason because I know that there's, like, a weird policy. And I'll start typing and then, like, delete and I'll start typing and delete. I found out that once you, like, go into those chats, they can start seeing you type the minute you start typing.
0: Oh. So, like. So if you wrote, like. Shit, shit, shit. And then you try to write
1: like delete, 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 delete. They see the whole, they, they see, see you
0: writing it and deleting it? <laughs> yes. That so is
1: if hilarious. you're like, I had bought this on Tuesday. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I had bought this four <laughs> weeks ago. Oh, no. They see all that. So just know your, if you have to like make up a fib maybe about what you need to talk to the chat agent about, just practice on your notes on your computer before you start <laughs> typing in the box. Just don't use the box because apparently <sighs> they can see that.
0: That's funny. That's funny. I want, I mean, also these kinds of things, I bet you come out of with like crazy stories to tell your friends about like anything customer service facing is always, is always like that. For sure. But so those jobs pay about uh, 18 to $20 an hour. Um, if you're interested in those, there's a website or there's a company called uh, site staff. And there's also another company called the chat shop. And both of those higher chat agents. All I right. My second one or the next one, there's only two. <laughs> the next one is one that I, re- I think it's because I want to do it. It's literally a transcriber and it's not anything that is so innovative. They've been around since forever, but transcription to me feels like a way for me to monetize this dumb skill that I learned in high school which is typing. Like I actually took typing class in high school. Me too. That's how old I am. Like the fact that like we had to type, like, do you remember that? It was like the round, brown, cow, blah, blah. You had to type. Yeah. All and you had to put
1: the thing over your, your hand so that you couldn't see the couldn't keyboard. Couldn't see
0: the keys. And like you would do these time tests and like, so anyways, I type ridiculously fast, and it seems like just such not a useful-ass skill in 2021, but there are companies, and this is actually in pretty high demand from what I was reading, is that there's always a lot of opportunities um, for people to transcribe audio into text. So you'll get tapes or whatever, they send you audio files, and you just like literally just tra- transcribe. and um, If you, like, just starting out, they make about $15 an hour. But what they call advanced transcriptionists, which, like, obviously I would fall into that category (laughs) because I type super fast, they can make about $30 an hour. Oh, that's a lot. So, I know. So, if you – I did a calculation. If you did just two and a half hours a day of transcription – and you did it for like 24, like 24 days out of the month, you would make like, you know, almost $2,000, $1,800 of just extra
1: income. That's like rent, yeah, car payment, like, depending on where like you that's live.
0: That's like a, that's like a super manageable side hustle. I mean, yeah. if you don't really type that fast and you get the lower end, like $1,500 a month, you make like. $50 an hour, I mean, you could make about, you know, $1,000 a month, like 900 a $1,000. Yeah. But still, like, I mean, there's no shortage of audio files that apparently need to be transcribed. And honestly, Interesting. it's one of those things where even if you don't start out typing really fast, it's like a muscle. So... You're going to just get faster.
1: It's going to be like the high school class. Yeah. yeah like, you just be
0: like, it'll just be like our typing class. That's we what in, we did.
1: We just basically in went grade. in every day and typed things <laughs> yeah. over and
0: over. <laughs> yeah. And so then you probably would, you know, continue to increase based on, you know, how long it takes you to transcribe stuff. But to me, that's just like a super easy one. Like, that one is
1: super easy. Um, yeah. And you don't have to deal with the public, which can no. be a little bit more like stressful.
0: Yeah, these are literally just what you can do sitting at your computer for a couple hours a day. So I have three companies that hire. um, There's one called Scribby. There's one called Transcribe Me. And then there's one called Go Transcript. So those are like the top three that both like hire for these positions, but also the top three companies that people use when they need to have things transcribed okay um so that was that that's it those are those are my easy breezy sitting at your computer jobs that you can just little side hustle and make a little extra money because remember how many income streams are we working towards uh
1: at least six but seven I think seven between six and seven because I've heard I've heard both but yeah seven six and seven heard, six, six or seven streams of income on our way to millionaires
0: yes on eventually our way to billionaires. billionaires on our on our way to more passive income
1: <laughs> yeah just passive income I just when that when those when the money starts rolling into the account while you're sleeping yeah you do. <laughs> um, I love that
0: mm-hmm I love that too um all right well we'll take a quick break and then come back with the cool down
1: Speaking of trying to become a billionaire, um, you know, we all heard about Bill and Melinda Gates getting a divorce.
0: Talk about someone who's having a hot girl summer. Melinda, what? I know. I
1: mean, <laughs> you know, she I think at the signing of the like separation, she already got like something like two billion. I in saw stocks.
0: that he gave right. her two billion in stocks
1: like at like right on site just to like sign. So, yeah, she's going to. You know, he's worth, you know, it, it fluctuates, but I've heard anywhere from 130 billion to 140 billion. Like, I can't imagine she's walking away with less than 50 billion. But, um, you know, obviously this was a big deal in the news cycle. And when people, when you get into the news cycle, people just start digging for all of these um, other old news cycles because they just want to, like, you know, talk about you in different ways. And so when the divorce came out, this old, Time magazine article resurfaced. Hmm. And in this Time magazine article, it was claimed that Bill Gates was, you know, before he before he married Melinda, he was dating uh this woman. Let me see if I can find her name. Um Anne, is that her name? Anne. Um let me find it. Sorry. But basically we could just call her Anne. I mean, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, but they broke up in '97. Winblad is her last name. But they broke up in '87 because, according to his article, sh- uh, she was five years older than Bill mm-hmm. and was more ready for marriage, and okay. he just wasn't about it. So, but they remained close friends. Um, and so even when she was, th- he was thinking of marrying Melinda. Um, he's supposedly called Anne and asked for her approval, which is like,, you know, like as somebody who's getting married to ask an ex-girlfriend, you know, that's so weird. And then, according to this time piece, it said that even now, Gates has an arrangement with his wife that he and Winblad can keep one vacation tradition alive. Every spring, as they have for more than a decade, Gates spends a long weekend with Winblad at her beach cottage on the Outer Banks of North Carolina, where they ride dune buggies, hang glide, and walk on the beach. We can play putt-putt while discussing biotechnology, Gates says. When wait, a minute, t- wait a minute, <laughs>
0: wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, I've heard enough. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They have an annual hall pass?
1: I mean, you know, I don't know what putt putt stands for. <laughs> is it putt putt or is it putt putt? I don't. It's a, it's
0: definitely a euphemism. Wait a minute. So does oh wow. Does Melinda get the same hall pass like at the same time of year? Does she go off and go somewhere with somebody, and then he goes off with this ex girlfriend?
1: Again, they're not saying that this was a formal agreement. Like if you look into like their, you know, they they don't have a prenuptial, Melinda and Bill, and there's nothing in the separate like there's nothing in any agreements that specifically states there is this quote hall pass situation. This was just something that was mentioned. As this arrangement in this time piece that they said happened, but we don't really have any concrete sort of like it was you know scribbled on paper that this was agreed to. Time is like a reputable
0: magazine, so that's why I'm just like this is this this seems like wow that's crazy. Yeah, I and
1: it seemed that it's a quote you know that they said you know because again they're they're talking about it from as if you know it's like. We just do this because we've done this the entire time we dated, and sort of like you know, Melinda understood that that's something that we do because we talk about again playing putt putt while discussing biotechnology. It's like you know, well,
0: okay, first of all, you know, I am not here to judge how other people do it. Um, this would not work for me because <laughs> I'm too jealous, <laughs> um, for. No, that wouldn't work for me. Like I would, you can't, you don't get like a hall pass. Especially he used his hall pass, which what sounds like with the same woman (laughs) for many years in a row. So like, that's weird. Like you just have like this agreed upon side piece is just bizarre to me. Um, But people do it all the time. Yeah. I mean, if um... she was allowed to have her own side piece too, then, you know, I guess that feels a little bit. Better because, you know, because it's more fun that way. Um, But still, that would just be so weird because you would just be like wondering what was going on with the other person on their hall pass weekend.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I have actually thrown this out to, um, you know, on Instagram and my stories once because I can't remember what what story was in the news. But, you know, just this idea of having, you know, multiple partners and, um, you know, I was like, I'm a Sagittarius, I'm too crazy. Like, I just don't think I'd be down with it. However, the idea of it intrigues me because I'm a Sagittarius, I'm also very like non-committal. And I think that I get different things out of, you know, each relationship I've had, I'm like, Oh, I wish, I wish that this guy had done this and, th- and mm-hmm. I had this guy and he did this part from this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know, I understand the value of like not getting everything out of one person. Because I think that's very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people came back with some interesting responses about, you know, because I was kind of like, okay, anonymous. Like, have you ever been in like, you know, an open relationship and has it worked or, you know, and mm-hmm. it's it was 50-50. I will say that 50-50 really? people said that it did work for them. It was normally... A lot of the responses was it worked for them until the dude broke the rules. (laughs) It's usually the dude breaking the rules. It worked
0: for them until it didn't work for them.
1: Exactly. (laughs) But Um, how long
0: does it take for it to go left? I'm going to say just a couple months.
1: uh, I don't know. I mean, some people said there was one interesting response that somebody said, like, "I, I did it. It worked. And I would absolutely do it again. And I was kind of like, oh, well, that was interesting because... I would have assumed if this situation was working, you would just keep it going forever. Because why mm-hmm. wouldn't you? But I guess like anything, any relationship, right? It yeah, sort of runs its just course. Break up. And maybe you were, you know, because I always think, especially if it's like a threesome, probably two of you were getting along really well. There's maybe a yeah. third person that yeah. maybe isn't having yeah. a great time, and they <laughs> who ruined down. everything.
0: There's
1: a third person who ruined everything, or just wasn't getting as much attention. Everything. Like, yeah, like, who knows? <laughs> but um, you know, especially you know, I think that when. When you're that level of rich, right? You know, mm-hmm. millionaire is one thing. Billionaire, you yeah. feel pretty invincible. And you also just feel probably like, I don't, I don't, you don't play by rules. Billionaires mm-hmm. do things like, we're going to go to space today. Like, what, was <laughs> that? what was that saying? I'm right. We're going to go to space today. That's the thing that billionaires think about. They don't have rules.
0: Yeah, they don't have rules. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They just, because they just have, they have access they can just kind of you know i'm sure that woman was more than willing i mean whatever she probably really liked him now who are they going to date now like what who, what's happened you think what if he gets with that lady
1: well who like uh jeff's ex wife uh what's her mckenzie mckenzie started dating what like a science teacher
0: yeah, who it cares? Matters. That's what I'm she saying. Like, I think
1: you you now marry for love. Like, the, they probably did love these. You know, I'm sure she loved Jeff when she met you know, and I'm sure that she loved Bill. But, like, now you don't have to worry about, like, it's mm. just full on, like, mm-hmm. I just want a dude that's, like, fills all the things I need him to fill. Because I don't need him to have certain things in this department that maybe I was looking for in my 20s or something. Yeah.
0: Well, he doesn't have to pay your bills and do or and or anything like that. You're completely just financially secure. So, yeah, he so, can yeah, just, just be gets,
1: just get you a good old, you know, good dude. Just a
0: nice guy. A just nice a nice guy. guy. So, what you're saying is you should marry for money the first time, and then marry for love the second time.
1: You know, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm, just I'm, I'm not saying I'm. I'm, just I'm <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get married, unfortunately. I don't think anybody will put a ring on it. But if they did.
0: No, I'm totally just kidding. At this point,
1: like, yeah, who knows? I'm just
0: marrying for somebody
1: who's not going to uh, leave the bath mat all curled up when they get out of the shower. I have my expectations. That's the
0: problem about being single for a while is you just start to get into your, like, like set in your kind of things. And yeah, the idea that like someone would just be in my
1: space. Be
0: in my space. (laughs) Be in my bathroom. Be like, be like in my bed every day. Like, no thanks. I know. Like I'm not interested in that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was just it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird if I get in a relationship because yeah, I've been I've been living you know, the pandemic just extended it, right? Because it's like now mm-hmm. it's been like a year and a half or whatever year mm-hmm. where I've just been like completely by myself basically. So now it's just like even more yeah. compounded, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. But Yeah, but, it's,
0: it, yeah. but, but those, that's not what they, Hot Girl Summer is about. That's more, no. Hot Girl Summer's for what did you, you describe as Hot Pockets and situation chips.
1: Yeah, and I call it a Hot Pocket because, you know, Hot Pockets are, Things that you want when you come home drunk in the middle of the night. And they're maybe not the best for you, but they (laughs) fulfill the need. (laughs) It fulfills the need. So that's why I call them Hot Pockets, by the way. Ah, okay.
0: Well, here's to uh, hoping everybody gets a Hot Pocket this summer. And that everybody's looking forward to Hot Girl Summer. And I hope you guys are all getting vaccinated. Um, You know.
1: All it's those resp- things. It's yeah. a
0: responsible thing to do. Get your hot girl um, summer on,
1: get your hustle on and uh, find you your own Bill Gates <laughs> <laughs> or you go be the Bill Gates, whichever it is you choose <laughs> to do, whatever it is. Um, so happy you joined us again. We will be back next week with more cocktails, more hustles and more crazy stories that we will share <laughs> with you. And also don't forget to, uh, join us on Clubhouse every Wednesday. Follow us there. And of course, follow us on um, our social. You can follow me, Kiki Monique, at The Talk of Shame on Instagram and TikTok.
0: And you can follow me at Vanessa Contave, C A N T A V E, on Instagram.
1: See you next week. See you next
0: week. Bye.
1: Moms vs. Aunts is brought to you by Café Mom. Our theme music is composed by Coney Island Music. We want to hear from you. To give us your comments, leave us a voicemail at 929-265-0277. And we might include them in the show. You can also reach us by email at aunts at gmail.com. Remember to rate, review, and follow Moms versus Aunts wherever you get your podcasts. And for more parenting stories, real talk, and entertainment news, go to cafémom.com.